Hello everybody and welcome to Sports Talk with David Mobile. It has been a while. I have a lot to talk about. Probably going to break it up into a couple of different episodes and then um, here in a couple of days I will be... Um, uh, what will I be doing? I will be... Uh, previewing the Super Bowl and um, and then I will be joining a different show um, for the Super Bowl and talking about the Super Bowl on on Monday um, as well as I will do my my own recap but it'll be some Super Bowl talk Super Bowl light recap on um, on another show that I'll be joining a friend of mine uh, her show and uh, that she hosts with her friend. Actually, I mentioned them before. Sweet arrangement. So ch- tune into that um, on uh, Monday. I don't know if they will release it Monday. I haven't got the full details, but um, I will be uh, on that. And then I'm working up a couple of other different things, trying to keep this thing going, trying to be um, put out. Uh, more content always Um, and I eventually like I always say want to get to the point where I have sponsors where I have you know I'm I'm doing this um, more and more consistently instead of just like uh, when I can and and I've kind of been um, behind the eight ball with a couple of different things I'm in fact most of what I'll talk about today um, you know is is stuff that has already happened stuff that is uh you know kind of obsolete um the only there's only one topic which i'm you know was debating even talking about but everybody's talking about it and um which we'll get to in a a little while so I, i couldn't help not talk about it but it's the only really relevant uh current relevant topic um but today's show uh we will be talking about um the Reese's Senior Bowl um and the Pro Bowl not not a whole whole lot on the Pro Bowl um a little bit more on the Senior Bowl but that that's what we'll be talking about today I tried to talk about it a couple of years ago uh, believe it or not those that are new um I've actually been podcasting for um a couple of years now um and I did still do an episode. It wasn't very good, um, but um, and, and much to the Pro Bowl um, itself is not very good. But but anyway, uh, <laughs> that was a cheesy joke, a good joke, but a cheesy joke and a cheesy little you know sound effect that I did myself there. The uh, you know the drum roll there. But anyway. Um, uh, it it uh, didn't work out too well, but I'll talk about it. But um, you know, we we will have a third topic, and um, I'll go ahead and tell you what it is. So um, that's kind of the three different segments that we'll talk about, and that will be um, you know Kyler Murray and the uproar that he has caused. And you know, if you hadn't uh, heard about it, I will inform you on it. Um, but. Uh, it's kind of in conjunction with the Pro Bowl um, and got some things I'll play. But that that's up next on Sports Talk with David Mobile. All right. Welcome back to Sports Talk with David Mobile. Um, first things first is this Senior Bowl. This is my first ever um, Senior Bowl appearance. Um, and uh, I'm kind of sad to report that because... I have now lived in Mobile, which is the heart of the Senior Bowl, for those that didn't know, for uh, almost 15 years now, since 2008, and have never uh, been. This is my first uh, uh, time going, um, and uh, it uh, it was a great experience. A great first-time experience. Uh, shout out to um, um, Stephen and uh, his wife uh, Kristen. Um, shout out to uh, Joe Bullard 
um, you know, they, they kind of um, gave out some tickets. Uh, you know, Kristen works for Joe Bullard and, um, you know, uh, was able to go that way. And uh, so if, you know, if anybody Joe Bullard is listening in, in any, um, you know, big guys and you want to sponsor this uh, podcast, I would love to uh, do it and talk about it. Um, having some, um, you know, close people that are involved with you guys already. Um, and uh, I would love to talk about it. So if you're out there and uh, really just anybody, if anybody's out there, I'll go ahead and, and uh, talk about this now. Um that uh, wants to sponsor the show um i would love to do that and and we'll we'll definitely sit down and talk about it and ha how to go about that um please feel free to hit me up um at uh, sports talk with david mobile on facebook or um you know you can get in contact with me on my personal facebook um david murphy m-u-r-p-h-e-y um uh, on Instagram at David and Mobile and Twitter. So feel free to um, reach out to me if you want to sponsor, and we'll definitely talk about it. And you know, follow the show. That would be great there. But anyway, shout out to you know um, Kristen and, and uh, Stephen for inviting me, uh, as well as uh, um, my, my associate pastor, Pastor Audi. Uh, for also inviting me and and um, I had a good time. It was like I said a great uh, first experience. It was actually uh, kind of cold um, on the sun. It was great, but uh, it was kind of cold um, as the sun went down. Where we were uh, sitting, um, it started to get cold, and then and anywhere in the shaded areas was cold. But it was a great uh, time. In fact. Uh, you know, I would love to go again, and I hope I can go again. Um, but it was definitely the most uh, entertaining, um, you know, thing of the weekend. Um, I'll get to the Pro Bowl in a, in a minute, but um, I uh, uh, follow um, Bickley and Murata mornings on ninety eight seven FM. Um, if you want to follow them too, you know, it's a um, radio show on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station um, Bickley underscore Murata and every day um, 10 a.m. our time if you have their app uh, 9 a.m. local time they do social studies they engage with their fans on Twitter the people that um, listen to their show and their Monday show, one of the questions they asked, um, it it uh, did not include the um, Senior Bowl, but uh, I did comment on it. Uh, did not get a shout out, but I did comment on it. And it, but they asked, which sporting event did you watch more this weekend? NHL All Star Game, NFL Pro Bowl, Winter Olympics, or the Tuck Rule? on 30 for 30 um didn't know about the tuck rule probably would have watched it because it is a you know uh important uh piece of information football history um but uh 58 said winter olympics um 16 or excuse me 17 said pro bowl that's what i voted for of those four i actually uh commented that i uh didn't really watch any of them, but uh, or or a lot, whole lot. But I did go to the Senior Bowl, and I I would say that I watched that the most. But anyway, the Tuck Rule on thirty for thirty, sixteen percent, and the NHL um, bringing the rear nine percent, and that just goes to show you that uh, there were far more things more important than the Pro Bowl and, and the All Star Game. Um, were the kind of the main highlights. Uh, you know, I know there's a lot of people that are big fans of the Winter Olympics, but um, they're not as big a fan of, of the Winter Olympics as they are the Summer Olympics. Um, and I probably watched like maybe 
five minutes of the Winter Olympics, maybe uh, 10 to 15 of the Pro Bowl. Didn't watch any of the Tuck Rule or any of the All-Star Game. Obviously attended the Senior Bowl, and that's what I'm talking about now. But uh, it was uh, a eventful but kind of you know boring um a weekend for for sports again unless you watched it on tv or went and the senior bowl was by by far more entertaining than all of those things should have had honorable mention but it's all right but anyway uh, was a 20 to 10 victory for the national team. Um, national team coached uh, by um, the Lions head coach, um, and that would uh, and that would be um, goodness gracious Dan Campbell, and then um, Robert Robert Sala of the uh, Jets um, coached the American team. Um, and it was, like I said, a great event. Um, had a uh, um, couple of you know ASU guys there, um, but the big name was Richard White, who led his team in 11 carries, 52 yards. Uh, Kenny Pickett, he was uh, six for six for 89 yards and a score. Um, and then uh, Ferguson, three receptions, 60 yards, one touchdown. Um, uh, Zape. Um, eight of 13, 103 yards, one interception. Willis, uh, four carries, 54 yards, and Jones Jr., four receptions and 53 yards. Those kind of the, the highlights. Um, the uh, national teams uh, scored first with a uh, 20 yard pass. Um, that was the only score in the first quarter. Second quarter, um, they would. Uh, um, get a touchdown but a a two-point conversion failed um leading 13 to 0 finally american team finally got on the board uh a a touchdown run um from sam howell um seven to 13 at that point and then um cameron dicker um otherwise known as dicker the kicker um (laughs) 13 to 10 uh, put his team up and then fourth quarter uh, the um, next touchdown um, 25 yard pass from Desmond Ritter um, for the national team 20 to 10 was the final uh, unfortunately I had to cut out early um, but it was for a good uh, a good cause um, had a um, the family some of the family members and friends that I are well you know they're all family members of, of people that I went with but they had a birthday party which was much more important than uh, watching the rest of the game and I saw the majority of it in fact uh, the score that was was ended up being the final score um, anyway um, I stayed I think we stayed till for I think there was like you know maybe eight minutes left of the fourth quarter so we didn't cut out too too early great uh again great time shout out to uh all of them for inviting me and again that big thank you to joe bullard for being so willing to you know give give away some tickets to their employees and their you know employees such as Kristen being not nice enough to invite me um great time uh, something that I will uh, remember for a long time. Um, and like I said, my first ever um, Senior Bowl. Um, not a lot of, you know, big names as far as, um, you know, I guess quarterbacks. Um, you know, Pickett probably being the biggest uh, name uh, of the uh, of the bunch. Um, this year will be loaded as far as the draft goes with tight ends. Um, and so a very interesting, you know, um, group of seniors, very interesting group of, um, draft eligible, um, 
collegiate athletes. So get into more of that a little bit later. Um, up next, the Pro Bowl, and not a whole, whole lot to talk about um, as far as the game goes, um, but I will get into it very brief. And uh, But, you know, if you didn't watch it, you know, I didn't watch all of it, but if you didn't watch any of it, you did not miss out, and I'll get into more of that here in a second. Up next on Sports Talk with David Mobile. All right, welcome back to Sports Talk with David Mobile. Um, the Pro Bowl, um, nothing super, super exciting. Um, in fact, the lowest uh, views in, you know, Pro Bowl history, really, I think it was like 5 million um, tuned in to watch. Um, I mean, it it's, you know, not very entertaining, or not very competitive. It is entertaining, not very competitive. Two-hand touch, um, just, uh, you know, no competition whatsoever. I, uh, I want to say a sixth or seventh straight uh, win for the AFC, 41-35. to 35. Um, Kyler Murray um, did lead the NFC team. Um, he uh, threw... Uh, four total touchdowns, but one to the uh, opposite uh, team, uh, but uh, three to his own team. Uh, he was 18 of 27, 160 yards, his three touchdowns, one interception. Mac Jones, 12 of 16, 112 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, a lot of interceptions, really. I mean, you already mentioned two interceptions just right there. Uh, I think every quarterback had one, uh, at least one interception. Um, Justin Jefferson, one carry, seven yards. Nick Chubb, six carries, 17 yards. Um, Evans, two receptions, 50 yards, one touchdown. Um, Mark Andrews, five receptions, 82 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, I mean, uh, uh, in fact, the first, you know, score was an interception return for um a uh a touchdown by uh, Darius Leonard um AFC's up and then Kyle Juszczyk he scores from Kirk Cousins 7-7 Andrews uh from Justin Herbert uh 14-7 um interception return um from Anton Whitfield uh 13-14 um, second quarter, Miles Garrett, 22-yard fumble uh, return. Um, uh, AFC 22-13, Mike Evans from Kyler, 19-yard pass. Probably the most exciting touchdown, two-point conversion to C.D. Lamb. Um, uh, former uh, teammates of both those guys uh, when he was at A&M, Kyler, and then also at Oklahoma for uh, C.D. Lamb, so uh, 21-22 at that point. Mark Andrews, seven-yard pass from uh, Herbert, uh, 28-21. Uh, that's the half. Uh, third quarter, uh, Hunter Winfro um, from Mac Jones, uh, 21-34, two-point conversion failed. Stephon Diggs, uh, four-yard run, uh, 21-41. And then Kyle Pitts, five-yard pass from Kyler Murray, uh, 28-41, and then uh, Dalvin Cook, five-yard pass from Kyler Murray, uh, 35-41, and that would be the end of the uh, game. Um, like I said, not competitive, and, and and understandably so. These guys, you know, going into the offseason, many of them changing teams. They want to be healthy, contract year, all that stuff. Um, and the big question is, what do you do? Do you get rid of it? Uh, I don't think they ever will because even though it was the lowest amount of um, ratings, um, people are still watching. The skills competition is always really exciting. No Cardinals uh, were in that. Um, you know, the practices are always kind of fun if you're able to go and see them and whatnot. Um, but, uh, you know, what to do with the game, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, kind of laughable if you can kind of consider that, um, and it is kind of cool seeing everybody out there having a good time, 
Um, but who knows what really to to do? Um, there were uh, you know five cardinals, and I kind of bring this into you know cardinals aspect um, that went uh, uh, James Connor, um, uh, Chandler Jones, uh, DJ Humphreys, who was in. Uh, as a reserve as uh, from due to injury um and then uh Kyler Murray and then as well as um Buda Baker was also there um so but uh um and it was good to see Buda Baker you know just on the field cuz last time he was on the field it wasn't good in fact carted off concussion protocols and all that um but it just uh it, it it you know wasn't wasn't very good so but um obviously you know had some cardinal representation um and um a lot of you know coverage uh on uh, azcardinals.com if you if as a cardinals fan you want to check it out uh i will always on this show kind of bring it around to um you know the teams I cheer for, the teams I talk about and cover, if you will. Um, and so um, Danny Sarek did have, um, who's the sideline reporter, um, or one of the sideline reporters um, for um, the uh, um, for the Cardinals. And she was able to catch up with James Conner, um, as well as Chandler Jones, DJ Humphreys, and Kyler Murray um, did not, uh, um, or she, I think she did talk to Buda Baker, but uh, they did not, uh, you know, post on acardinals.com. At least I didn't find it anywhere. But I, I did want to kind of play those. Um, like I said, the Pro Bowl wasn't really exciting, but some of the, you know, the interactions that she had with some of the players, however, is somewhat exciting. A lot of them talk about, you know, um, you know, their off season, the season as a whole. So, uh, just a, you know, a couple of minutes each um, is kind of what we'll do. And so, first up is uh, James Connor with uh, Danny Sarek. So here is that. Danny Sarek here with running back James Connor from Las Vegas at the Pro Bowl, and this is Sideline Exchange. First time you've been in the Pro Bowl as a Cardinal. However, you've been here before in your career. What's your favorite part about this week being out here with everyone else from the league? Uh, you know, it's just an awesome time, you know, to come out here with all these great players and uh, just get to know each other, you know, a little bit more. And then I get to bring my family out here, you know. So uh, just a good overall weekend, you know, to play some football. You've got some fun teammates out here with you, too. Yeah, got all the guys out here, you know. We got Hump. Happy Hump can make it out. Uh, K1, Buddha, Chan. So we're just having a good time, you know, and get to see each other. You know, we uh, miss being around each other since the season's over. So just kind of getting back is fun. It's been a few weeks since the season has ended. Now that you've had time to kind of let things settle, what's been the hardest pill to swallow about how that season ended for you? Uh, man, just, just missing the game, you know, and just how we went out, you know, uh, just it is not the way we wanted it to end. You know, we had so much talent on our team. But, uh, you know, we just fight through and, you know, just uh, try to regroup and, and get back and get another shot out of the next year. You're a pending free agent. Yeah. What's your mindset as you approach that, whether continuing to be an Arizona Cardinal or maybe test the market? Right, well, you know, this was AZ, the opportunity they gave me, you know, and just the uh, relationships I built there. You know, I would love to continue out there. Um, but, yeah, free agent, so I'm excited to see what's next, you know, man of faith, so I know it'll all work out for me. James, who are you most excited to either play with this week in the NFC or see play against in the AFC here at Purple? Um, I'm excited to see all these guys. You know, I see some, some of my former teammates, you know, on, on, on the Steelers and whatnot out here. Uh, you know, Cam and TJ and those guys and even uh, Hargrave right here. So it's just uh, nice to be on the field with them again, you know, and also take the field with my guys here, be a, be a you know, K1 at QB and be a running back. For James Conner, reporting from the Pro Bowl, I'm Danny Serac. Yeah, it was uh, James Conner, as uh, she said there at the uh, um, end, probably one of the biggest uh, offensive contributors. I'm going to be a free agent. I'll talk a little bit about free agents, mainly you know acquisitions and stuff like that. Um, definitely someone that I think the Cardinals uh, want back. 
Um, definitely someone who I, uh, me personally, I want back, but, uh, it, you know, he accounted for, you know, like 70% of the offense almost or somewhere in there. Um, you know, double digit touchdowns, uh, just a big surprise in his ability to catch the ball. So, uh, definitely someone that, uh, would be good to have, uh, back. Um, another guy that was out there, of course, Chandler Jones, who's also a free agent. Um, and it will be really exciting to, you know, have, have him, um, back. I don't know if he will be, he'll be, uh, 32 or 33 years old at that point. But, uh, here is, uh, you know, Chandler Jones with Danny Sarek. Sarek here with outside linebacker Chandler Jones from the Pro Bowl. And this is sideline exchange. Chandler, been to the Pro Bowl a few times now. What's your favorite about this week? Uh, just the opportunity to mingle with the other players, uh, pick their brain. You know, these are obviously the top players in the NFL, and uh, they have their formula on how to get here and how to be the best every year. So I think this is the opportunity to kind of swap games and, and swap some information. Seemed in practice yesterday there was a play you were playing cornerback. Are you making a little position change this week? You know, we might. I saw Justin Jefferson out there, and I, I figured I'd give him a little press coverage, and uh, we'll see what happens when we play. This is the first time you and your teammates have kind of been together since the season's ended. When you look back at how this season ended for the Cardinals, what's been the hardest part about you just being able to understand how that ended and how it ended the way it did? Uh, it was very tough, honestly. And, and what we had on paper and how our team looked on paper, uh, it really didn't match to what happened in the season. So, um, yeah, it, unfortunate. It was unfortunate the way that season ended. It did. It was unfortunate. As a pending free agent, thinking about your future, what's your mindset going into that? Oh, that's, that's uh, what is it, Mar- free agency is in March, correct? Um, I'm just taking it one day at a time, and, and we'll see what happens. Who are you most looking forward to uh, playing with, picking their brains, like you said this week? Uh, well, I've been talking to Brian Burns a lot. He's a younger player, and he's been asking a lot of questions. Um, also, uh, Robert Quinn is here, and he's, been, uh, he's an older player that has a lot of success, so I've been picking his brain. Thanks, Chandler. For Chandler Jones, I'm Danny Sarek. Um, again, another player that I wouldn't mind having back. I don't know if he'll make it back. Uh, I don't know if he wants to be back. Obviously requested a trade. Um, but I give all the props to someone like Chandler Jones who really kind of st- stuck it out and played. I didn't have the greatest year. You can say he had a, a little bit of a drop-off, had the five sacks in week one. And then, you know, and then only had five more the rest of the season. I think I think he only finished with 10 total sacks, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And so um, it was a very, you know, very down year for Chandler Jones, especially with, you know, the expectation of him and J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt obviously did have his injury, came back, which is amazing. But um, the production just wasn't there. I don't see him coming back. Um, I don't know if he wants to come back. So a lot of questions with um, Chandler Jones, who's actually been fantastic, actually got better, um, you know, um, with, uh, you know, with the Cardinals after he signed a a contract and and whatnot. So um, we'll see what happens with him. Um, DJ Humphreys was also there. This is his first Pro Bowl. Um, and so, very excited. So, here's Danny Sarek with uh, DJ Humphreys. Danny Sarek here tackle DJ Humphreys from the Pro Bowl. And this is Sideline Exchange. DJ, it's your first time at the Pro Bowl. Congratulations. In fact, you're the first Cardinal tackle to make the Pro Bowl since 1996. What's been the most exciting part about this week so far for you? Uh, I think just how cool everybody is. You know, you I, I don't know why I kind of thought, like, when I came to the Pro Bowl, it was all the guys is pretty much the best in the league, and everybody's going to be, like, big time and kind of, like, show ponies around. But everybody's been super cool. Everybody really knows each other. People are, like, not having been weird about, like, hey, bro, I seen you play this game. You know what I mean? It's been super cool, like, kicking it with the guys and talking to people and talking to guys that you admire from across the league and them knowing who you are. You know what I mean? Like, all little stuff like that. It's been, it's been super dope to see how everybody's been responding to it. You've been having a good time at practice. Who is the funniest teammate on this NFC team out there? Um, Cam Jordan is pretty funny. Uh, Sweat is pretty hilarious. Also, Chandler, I mean, it's hard not to put Chandler in there. I was trying to think of guys that's not the Cardinals. 
we got a lot of funny dudes on the on these teams. So that's I think that was one of my favorite parts. Also, is like how like laid back and jokey jokey funny these guys are because like I said, they're the best in the world and everybody you think is super serious and, and everybody's having a great time and laughing and joking. It's been fun, man. And you saw some comfort. You're starting running back and quarterback, Kyler Murray, yeah. James Conner, out here with you too. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Every time I get to look in the huddle, sometimes to see my guys, see some guys I recognize, and that's that's been fun for sure. Even looking across and going against Chandler a couple times in practice, it's, it's been funny seeing him and seeing us in these jerseys. Like, hey, we're not at we're not at we're not at TP right now. <laughs> a little weird in the blue, not yeah, the red, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> out here in Las Vegas, have you been enjoying your time when you're not practicing or what you do with your family out here? Yeah, I've been I've been hanging. I've been enjoying it pretty good. Me and my best friend we went in golf yesterday. My dad came in last night, so I'm sure we'll get another round in. Uh, the, the, the hotel we're staying at got a pretty good course over there, so I'm pretty sure we'll get another round in. Now that he's here, but we've been we've been enjoying ourselves though. Are you a good golfer? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not at all. I really enjoy being out there. It's, it's, it's been feeling decent. It was sunny out there. I'm not a good golfer at all. But I look when I put my outfits on, I'm the first off the bus. Like I'm selling the group. You know what I mean? We look official when I show up, but it's, the swing is not there yet. It's if not you look there. good, you feel good, you play good. My confidence is high. Confidence is not the issue. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's all it's all technique. Talent's not the issue either. Because when I connect, oh boy, it's out of there. But I'm missing. Five out of ten, I'm going to miss the ball, let alone make contact. So. But you look good doing it. Oh, yeah, look great doing it. Look great doing it. Look great doing it. Make you want to help me out. Reporting from the Pro Bowl for DJ Humphreys, I'm Danny Strack. Thankfully, he is not uh, a free agent. Um, man, he'll be with us. In fact, the uh, Cardinals only have one uh, free agent on the offensive line, and that is... Um, uh, that is, um, God, and his gracious, uh, is it Max Garcia, I do believe? Um, this kind of a backup center, guard, um, good rotation guy. Um, so I would imagine, you know, getting him signed, you know, one year, you know, with loaded with incentives or something like that would be great. Uh, great continuity. Um, the only other um, interview that Danny had um is with Kyler Murray but I'm not going to play that one just yet um because I want to tie it into what uh what's next um and I'll get into that a little bit more here in a second but like I said the big question what to do with the pro bowl it uh, I think it's important to have you know pro bowl um you know it's a great recognition for players um it's great for you know, other places to get to know uh, know each other and and just uh, have a good time. Um, you know, in the NFL and in other sports, it's you know they compete on the field, but a lot of them are really close off the field, uh, whether you're teammates or not. Um, and you know, it's a great opportunity to recruit. Um, you know, um, just kind of in private conversations. Obviously, they can't do anything super out in the open because it's tampering but you know when you when you're talking you know in, in the huddle or when you're you know practicing it, it you, you can kind of um talk about different things like that share ideas and techniques and um you know show what you have and then you know other players like man i, I really want to play with that guy not against him all the time uh, and so it, it, there's definitely a place for it, but what to do as far as the game is the big question. I don't have an answer to it. I don't know what you do, uh, and I understand why you know it's it's so soft, if you will. That's another term you can use. Um, but uh, you know what to do is is the big question. But um, definitely it has its place, um, and uh, you know everybody that goes is is huge i think this is this is the first time the cardinals have had this many players go um in a while obviously you know the goal is not to go to be a pro bowler but not to go because if you don't go um either well you're not one you're not playing or two you're playing in the super bowl which is more important and that is the uh the the goal for every team of course but up next some of the drama and you know just all kinds of stuff going on with kyler murray i'll get into that up next on sports talk with david mobile all right welcome back to sports talk with david mobile um a lot of things on the news for kyler murray and uh you you know 
kind of hope that it'd be uh, good things, but unfortunately, I have to put this in the negative category. Um, but uh, he's in the news for scrubbing his social media accounts of um, pretty much everything to do with the Cardinals. Now, there are some other things, to be fair, that he scrubbed off of his Instagram. That's the big one um, that... Uh, you know, is beyond the Cardinals, some, you know, other family photos and different things. Um, one of the only things he kept is some of the stuff from the Pro Bowl um, and, you know, some of the Oklahoma stuff. But a lot of Cardinals stuff is missing, and that's the big story. And the big uh, question is why? What What's the reason? Uh, a lot of people uh, speculating, including myself, that it's contract-related. Um, he is uh, not gotten an extension. I don't think he deserves one. Um, sorry, Kyler. Um, I don't think you deserve one. You are a great player. You were a Pro Bowl alternate in your rookie season, uh, a Pro Bowler last year and a Pro Bowler this year. Um, you've broken a lot of records, understandable. The wins have gone up. Um, your leadership qualities have improved. Um, but, you know, not, uh, you know, if, if this is a lot to do with nothing, um, which I don't think it is, I don't think this is the great way to go about it. A lot of people already question the leadership, um, you know, as far as what you do and on the sidelines, the quote unquote pouting that goes on. Um, definitely you have the ability to be a franchise quarterback, but um, some of the, 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 the small things that end up being big things um, are the reason why a lot of people doubt you, Kyler. Um, and that, that's, the, that's the big problem that, that I have and a lot of people have. And we would love to see you around, but we don't know, you know what to think about some of these different things. Understand it, it's the way that athletes do this. It's, it's to me, childish. You'll hear me talk about it a little bit later in a cut that I'll be playing. Um, but uh, um, it's just, you know, you know when you don't get your way, you request a trade, cool, that, you know, you have, I guess, a right to do that, in my opinion. Just got to sign a contract. You should fulfill the contract. Um, but I understand a lot of people request, request trades. Happens in the NBA, happens everywhere, whatever. You know, it's just part of it. I can get over that, even though, again, if you sign a contract, you should honor that contract. But, um, you know, the way the season started, I would have given the contract extension to uh, Steve Kime, Cliff Kingsbury, and Kyler Murray, all three of them. Uh, at the end of this uh, upcoming year, all three of them are on um, expiring contracts. Now, the Cardinals, what they'll likely do is pick up Kyler's fifth year. But, um, you know, if you don't fix the, you know, second half decline, um, I have a hard time thinking that they'll get rid of Kyler going another way. But I don't know if there's any other um, coach that will. Um, that would that is the best fit for Kyler. I think uh, Cliff Kingsbury is the best fit as of right now. We'll see what happens, but I think what um, what Michael Bidwell is saying is by not extending all three of those gentlemen is, hey, you have to prove it. I want to see more. Thank you for what you've done so far, but I want to see more. This this collapse. Has, has has shared with all three of you. Uh, the saying is, you know, the uh, quarterback gets too much of the praise and too much of the blame, but that just comes with the territory. And um, you'd like to see that improvement uh, happen. So I think Michael Bidwell is saying um, we'll give it one more year. Um, obviously, there's some changes that he still could make, but there hasn't been any that have announced up to this point. Um, but one more year. They all pretty much have one more year. You cannot pick up the option. And this would, again, be uh, Kyler's last year with the Cardinals, uh, Cliff and uh, um, and um, Steve Kime as well. Um and if you you know we get more what we what we need what we deserve as fans uh, what the 
uh, organization is looking for, then you extend them all. And I think that's going to um, be the case. I don't think, you know, this like the, the social media thing, you know, is kind of childish. Uh, I understand, you know, that uh, from Kyler, he has, uh, quote unquote, some leverage, you know, being a uh, first round pick of the A's. In fact, I think his exit interview, he's wearing it was wearing an A's cap. Didn't think too much into it. You know, he he has still said multiple times that he would like to um, play baseball um, and, and do both. Um, the Cardinals have not released him to do so, uh, understandably so. Um, and he still sees himself as a dual sport athlete or, you know, he's uh, and of course, video gaming, which he does consider a sport. So, you know, a, a three time sport athlete. I don't know. Um, I'll leave that up to you to decide. But um, but the A's actually still have some rights um, to him as far as, you know, drafting him in the first round, just like he was in uh, for the NFL. And so, you know, for him, I don't know if he's saying, you know, I can go play baseball. Well, um, if this is how you are, what you're going to do um, off the field um, and your leadership has already been questioning, I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to be some dark days ahead. If you're a Cardinals fan and I am, um, fine, go play baseball. Good luck with that. They are not even meeting um, they are, you know, fighting billionaires, fighting with millionaires right now. So see how well that works out for you. Um, but he has that somewhat to his um, leverage. And so I say again, I, we don't want you. I don't want you. And, and I wasn't a big fan of Kyler coming in. I thought, you know, when it was um, Josh Rosen, uh, I say that jokingly, that that's, you know, a, a sport a um, 98.7, but Josh, Josh Rosen, see, now I'm trying not to say it, but uh, the, anyway, it's a joke there. But anyway, I believe that, uh, who who is it that says that? I think it's um, um, Ryan, uh, uh, what's his name? Not, not Rex Ryan, but uh, um, the other, um, no, yeah, Rex Ryan, that he says Josh Rosen. But anyway, um, you know that that uh, they could have stuck with him. I thought it would be a, a disaster. You know, uh, dumping him. You know, thankfully it ended up being good and going with a new quarterback because that's a whole lot of you know learning curve. You know, it's almost starting from scratch. Um, I was kind of against it, um, but now you know I, I was more excited about the future when he when Kyler got here than I am now. And some of it is recency bias with the playoff. Some of it is, you know, what he's doing now with the uh, Instagram stuff. Um, but uh, you know, it's just it's just been interesting, and I hope that it gets um, better. Now, here's the thing that is more uh, one of the other things that is that is interesting, or a little bit more interesting, is that here. Um, is you know like I said, um, Danny had a uh, interview with um, Kyler, um, uh, you know for the sideline exchange, and if you hear about it, and you know it doesn't add up to you know what we what you would classify as the negative, um, you know of what he's doing, uh, you you know or. Uh, you know, scrubbing his uh, Instagram and social media of, you know, again, not just uh, Cardinal stuff. There's other things that he took down as well. But a lot of it is Cardinal stuff. And um, there's no mention of him being the quarterback for this team at all. And I don't know if it's just that he learned after the Pro Bowl that they, you know, he wasn't getting an extension. I don't know. But when you listen to this interview, you don't hear anything that it it doesn't add up at all. So just go ahead and listen to this. It's a couple of minutes long. Uh, Danny Sarek with uh, Kyler Murray. Danny Sarek here with quarterback Kyler Murray from the Pro Bowl, and this is Sideline Exchange. Kyler, this is your second Pro Bowl. However, your first in person because last year was virtual. What's been your favorite part about the experience so far? 
Uh, just being out here with all the guys. I mean, this is a dream come true. You know, as a kid growing up, uh, watching the Pro Bowl, watching the NFL, uh, wanting to be here one day, and now, you know, being here, actually getting to come to the Pro Bowl and not having to do it virtually, uh, it's a blessing. How much more meaningful is it to be out here with four of your teammates, especially in the huddle with DJ Humphreys and James Conner? I mean, it just goes to show, you know, all the work that they've put in. I'm happy for those guys. Uh, love them, you know, love them to death. So the fact that we can all share this together, uh, like I said, it's, it's another blessing. Which defender on this NFC team are you happiest to be teammates with this week as opposed to going against them? I don't even know. There's so many good ones. I don't, I don't, uh, if I had to pick one, I'll go Devin White. Devin I've played him before, but I, <laughs> I, got, I got love for him. What about a teammate that you just enjoy being on the field with that you don't normally get that opportunity with? My boy, uh, Sidari, yeah, CD, uh, you know, just being back out here with him, uh, probably get to go throw him a couple balls during the game, it'll be, you know, it'll be fun. Speaking of throwing balls, you've thrown them to Chandler Jones, Buda Baker, Humphreys, yeah. any of them uh, worthy of switching a wide receiver for you? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Buda, Buda probably do it, but Chandler Hump, hell no. <laughs> As you start to get more into the offseason now, what are your goals, your plans, or what you're going to try and really focus on this offseason ahead of next year? I don't get too much detail, but just get better. You know, I think there's a lot of things that I think we all need to address um, individually, uh, team-wise, that, you know, we, we, we understand, you know, kind of um, what happened, how we get there. You know, we got to do it together. And um, you know, I think everybody obviously has to go back and work hard. Uh, individually, but you know, when we come together, we got to be ready to go because uh, it doesn't get any easier. You know, obviously, we made strides uh, throughout the three years I've been here, but um, you know, we haven't reached that ultimate goal. So, thanks, Kyler. Reporting from the Pro Bowl for Kyler Murray, I'm Danny Serac. So it's it's upbeat. It's all in. It's not just because of the music, but you you know if you watch the video and again it's on azcardinals.com, um, and and if you want to watch it, but it's all smiles. You hear him laughing. You hear him. You know whatever. Um, he's smiling, having a good time, talking about the good time he's having, about being out there with the guys, and then the you know pretty much the next day. Uh, you know, scrubs his social media. So very, very confusing. Again, it it might be a lot to do with nothing, but a lot of people speculating, just like myself, that it has to do with contract extension and not getting the contract extension. Um, and he said one thing he's got to work on is, uh, you know, uh, over the offseason, there's a lot of things got to work on and whatnot. Uh, I say to you, Kyler, work on your leadership skills. You know, maybe he's not ever, you know, going to be that that great leader, you know, that rah-rah guy. He, I don't even ha- I don't even want him to be a rah-rah guy, but the demeanor on the sideline has got to change. Um taking responsibility uh for for things that happen. You know, that's just what quarterbacks, great quarterbacks do. They take responsibility when things are going good, you know. They, they say, hey, no, it's everybody else. When things are going bad, they take it upon themselves. Um, and they lead by example. So more leadership, um, if you ask me, Kyler, is what I want to see and what a lot of people want to see um, going going forward. Um, and there, there's so much that you know he can do in that department and what he should be doing as a um, – as a franchise quarterback um the other thing that i um want to uh to uh play is you know again i talked about how um you know the you know what the response has been has kind of been national and it's kind of been and only because it's you know there's more and more things coming out of it um really did not think a couple of days ago when this first came out that we would still be talking about it so uh, on 98.7 FM with uh, Bickley and Murata, they they do social studies and they had asked about, um, you know, uh, what you think about you know all this and 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 the continuation and 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 one word that uh, you you think about it and and I tweeted out two different things. One you'll hear we'll get a shout out. The other thing, childish, which a lot of people did uh, tweet and. Um, you know, to kind of describe the whole thing. Um, and while I get that queued up, um, I'll be right back with it. All right, here is um, Social Studies with uh, Sarah Cazell, um, Dan Bickley, Vince Murata, and uh, Jarrett Carlin on 98.7 FM, um, Arizona Sports Station. 
to today's questions. Uh, I hate that we still have to talk about this, but we do because the story is only growing. The Instagram scrubbing drama with Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Um, the, the story has now picked up steam on the national level. As Vince pointed out earlier in the show, sometimes it takes the national shows a, a day or two to pick up on what's going on locally. So now it's becoming more of a national trending topic. Guys, what one word would you use to describe this situation? Current. It's happening right now. And this is the way athletes operate in 2022. When they have uh, something to be disgruntled about, it'll be quiet behind the scenes. We don't know what happened in terms of communication between Kyler Murray's people and the Cardinals, but this is what happens these days. The word I would use would be ominous. Ooh. Like clouds on the horizon? Mm. Yeah. Right, like Yikes. clowns in the sewer. Ooh. Wow. Ominous. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would get you. There are clowns anywhere else. Yikes. <laughs> Yeah, right. red balloon speaking yeah. out. My uh, goodness. Right, exactly. Uh, we got a ton of responses to this question, again, on Twitter, at Beckley underscore Murata. Jildo Shenanigans said, my one word, this is my one word for anything related to an Instagram saga. Immature. Okay. Zachary Travis says, stupid. Chuck Harris says, petulant. Adam Anaya says, unsurprising. He writes, I believe many fans like myself have had the belief that Kyler has never really liked being here. What do you guys think about that? Uh, mm, not the first time I've heard that. I, and a lot of it goes to the fact that he spends all of his off seasons in Texas. Okay. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I think that there's, you know, a lot of athletes will come out and just, you know, they know how to ingratiate <clears throat> themselves to the local fan base. Tyler Murray's never attempted that. Yeah, uh, that's a great point. Before J.J. Watt even touched down in Arizona, yeah, he'd already donated right. to right. some charities right. right here. But I also, like, I don't claim to be an expert on what Kyler Murray's time in Arizona is like during the season, but you would hope that as a number one draft pick after three years, it would be a little bit more connectivity between mm -hmm. player and community yeah. uh, when he's not on the field. That, I think that's a good point. Certainly. Uh, a couple more strategery. Overblown, juvenile, childish, and millennials, which I will have you know, hey. Kyler is Gen Z. Yeah, that's true. I want to give uh, I want to give off. David credit. Uh, he says to quote Vince Murata, "Ridiculous." Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it alive. Well, let's move on to our next question, Joe. Yeah. Um, so. Those are the things I tweeted out, childish, and then, you know, to quote Vince, uh, ridiculous is something he says a lot, um, and uh, it, that's kind of really what it is. It's, it's been, re, been ridiculous. Um, one last thing that I want to play on the matter, um, I didn't, uh, you know, think I would spend this much time on it, but I just really can't get away from it, because it is kind of, um, you know, uh, ridiculous, but uh, the... Bickley Blast is what uh, is come to be known at nine uh, nine o'clock their time, um, uh, or nine o'clock our time, eight o'clock theirs is uh, how the second uh, hour of the show starts, and it's Dan Bickley, you know, given a couple uh, minutes or so talking about one specific topic. He calls it the Bickley Blast, and he talks about you know Kyler scrubbing his. Um, Instagram and all that and he's usually you know pretty blunt with it and so that's uh, one of the last things we'll we'll end with um, and then uh, we'll move on um, and wrap up the show but here's Dan Bickley 98.7 FM Arizona's sports station Bickley Blast what's eating Kyler Murray something nothing Everything, as internet sleuths were fast to discover, the Cardinals quarterback has stopped following his team on Twitter and Instagram, and he has scrubbed all Cardinals references from his own platforms. Now, some people think this is a gigantic non-story. Others acknowledge this could be a sign of extreme unhappiness from Murray, but I know this, unless you are hacked, nothing on social media ever happens by accident. Not the googly eyes, not the retweets without explana explanation, and all athletes know this, and they know how to express subtle displeasure 
to suit their own agenda. Now, maybe this is about money. Murray is under contract for next season, and the Cardinals own a fifth-year team option. And after his performance down the stretch, particularly in that horrible playoff loss to the Rams, the Cardinals are surely in no mood to give him that extension right now. Don't play golf, is what they usually say. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you know, I agree wholeheartedly with uh, what uh, Dan had said. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, he's not played well, uh, you know, during these last stretches. Um, and it's, uh, it's definitely been, you know, been an issue. Um, but that's pretty much it that I wanted to talk about. Um, everybody's been talking about this subject, so I wanted to chime in. Um, on it and uh, there's definitely a lot to you know like I said it could be a bunch of nothing you know it could be so who knows we'll, we'll see what uh, it turns out to be um, uh, tomorrow not tomorrow but Friday I'll have uh, I'm not sure if I'll have one or two episodes but I have a lot of Suns stuff to get into still um, and then of course my preview of the Super Bowl so uh, either two episodes or one big episode. I'm not sure how I'll do it. But regardless of how I do it, please look out for those as they come. I appreciate everybody listening to this point. Um, and uh, so a lot to uh, think about if you're the Arizona Cardinals regarding Kyler Murray, um, regarding the free agents. A lot of a lot of free agents. Um, so a lot of change. Um, and uh, um, probably the most important thing is the second year in a row um, where, and I'll probably mention this more than once. So if you t- tuned out already, or you know don't want to hear the rest of this, whatever I don't know. Um, that uh, you know two years in a row where you know after fifty plus years, no Super Bowl has been played at a team's home site. Last year, you know it, it happened the for the first time with uh, Tampa Bay. Um, this year it'll be for the Rams. They'll be the uh, away team, but they'll still be at their home stadium. Pro- we'll have probably a majority of their fans there, um, and uh, even though they'll be away team, they'll, they'll basically be the home team. But next season will be at um, State Farm Stadium. Um, so that is something to look to, and I I would almost guarantee you that. Um, Michael Bidwell is going to be all about not just hosting the game, but the team being in the game. Um, and it seems, after watching this year's playoffs, that the Cardinals are not as close as we had originally thought. Um, and that is a problem. If you want to play in the game uh, and not just host it, you, that, that is a problem. And I would be fine Um Maybe not quite mortgaging the future, um, you know, but I'll let them make that decision like the Rams did. But um, definitely an all-in approach. I would be fine with that. To win your first ever um, title since, uh, you know, since the Super Bowl era would be um, huge. And, uh, um, don't you don't want to continue to go that they have the longest drought um and as far as the the teams have go i think now so um definitely something that needs to happen and i would be fine with you know the all-in approach um it seems to work to the rams um but uh, i guess we'll find out uh sunday so um anyway appreciate everybody listening And um, until next time, I am uh, David in Mobile. I'll talk to you later. Hey, everybody. It's David in Mobile. Thank you for listening, as always. If you don't mind, please give us a follow on Facebook at Sports Talk with David in Mobile. That's the best way to keep up with everything that's going on. Also, if you really like what you hear, please subscribe. 
ring the bell, do whatever you gotta do. We appreciate it. Share it with your friends, your family, anybody listening. We are available on all types of platforms. Google Podcasts, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. More are coming, so I'll definitely keep you up to date on that. I really do appreciate you guys for listening, as always. Like I said, please subscribe, give us a follow. Thank you.